Welcome back to the Eclectic Collection. Today's episode 109, Invisible Guardians. Let's talk about angels, shall we? Angels are definitely a positive being, and everybody usually thinks that they're in the good, and I would think that that's a pretty safe bet. Starting with all sorts of thoughts and theories about them, I know that religiously they show up, and you know you could I you could argue that they're um, not necessarily mythological, but uh, maybe fantastical creatures as well. For me, um, you know, being Catholic, it's like a whole different story. You've got your, you know, hierarchy, if you will. There's God, then there's the uh, three archangels, you know, Raphael and 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 uh, Gabriel and and Michael, and then you've got your normal angels, you know. So there's like seraphim and and uh, uh, whatnot, and then you've got people, and then you've got animals. It's like a whole hierarchy of souls, if you will. So to me, it's a different world, but. Um, in general, they're beings, if you will, that have a greater power and ability than humans. That's pretty widely accepted no matter what. They exist in heaven and basically are in a spirit realm, if you want to look at it that way, instead of, um, I'll say existentially, instead of uh, religiously. They're on a level of existence or a plane higher than that of the physical universe. And they show up in a lot of religious traditions. Um, it's considered supernatural or spiritual, depending on how you look at it again. And it's still somebody who serves God or serves an above, um, you know, deity, if you will. The primary role that angels have is to sort of bridge the cosmic divide that separates God and humanity. So if you even take that to a pop culture world or you take that to, you know, books, movies, music, you think about um, City of Angels, um, Nicolas Cage, where um, they had a great, great... Uh, movie that really involved that he falls in love with a human and of course he has to become human in order to to live you know with her I won't spoil the movie for you it's great but um very cool and it was probably the best modern day example even though that's probably like circa 1999 um but there's this you know cosmic bridge between angels and humans so they have to um to figure that out in order to, to be together also a fantastic Goo Goo Dolls song and I think it won a Grammy for uh best uh uh soundtrack but throwing that out there um so go watch that when you're bored the real deal with the separation between god and humanity is that it occurred due to the sin and fall of mankind so apparently lucifer was like some awesome angel and then you know he just turned bad and decided to ruin everything for everybody because he was totally like enamored with being an angel and he kind of got a little too uh, big for his own ego and then went south, literally. So angels being capable of taking on human form, serving as intermediaries, um, communicators, if you will, between heaven and earth, that's their their big deal. They're very often messengers. You see them used in that uh, situation, certainly in, in hymns and, again, in, in folklore um, and in, in religion very often. Um, that happens quite a bit. Um, according to... Mainstream Christian theology, angels are holy spiritual beings and therefore do not eat or have any kind of gender. They just sort of exist and they just are. So that's how that goes. Um, they are, they have very different roles. And again, they could be mostly messengers, but then you have the archangels or protectors. So, you know, like the arch, if you will, like the ark above everybody else. Um, you know, they would say St. Michael's the patron saint of policemen and, um, you know, any first responders, pilots, people that have high danger jobs or high service jobs because they're protectors. So that's always uh, something. The other thing is if you go the supernatural route, 
um, when you get a house, um, you know, depending on the religion of the real estate agent, it's very common that um, Catholics will turn um, the corners of the house, they'll bury uh, in each corner of the property a St. Michael's medal. And it's supposed to be a protector so that the house and all the people who dwell within it are safe. So that's one of those things that you might uh, hear of or see. And it's always St. Michael and there's, you know, St. Michael's prayer against anything evil. Um, while you have um, two angels in the Bible that are mentioned that have wings, um, they don't, in fact, have them according to what source I know not. But <laughs> so allegedly there's not really wings. So you might see. Um, again, the seraphim or the highest level angels uh, can have wings, but generally they don't. Um, in terms of clothing and such, they're typically depicted um, like an agent of God, almost like in a military style, uh, late antique kind of military uniform. A lot of times it's like the flowing white robes with the harps, you know, if you see that. Um, and that's kind of the softer style, but really it could be normal military dress almost in a tunic way, which is ancient military, but that's what that really was. So we predicted, like, you know, per, uh, perceive it as flowing white robes and, and, and that, but it's really not that situation. Um, usually it's about to the knees, and then they sometimes have armor or, like, a, a chest plate on. A uh, lot of different versions of angels, depending on, again, what religion you practice and what you see. And the Bible stories usually have the look and attributes of angels in many situations, but they can vary depending on, like, who's telling the story. So... It's just um, one of those things that, that comes up. And it's, it's, you know, you see them on greeting cards and, and uh, religious uh, articles and things like that. Or even just, you know, you talk about guardian angel. Everybody's supposed to have their, their own guardian angel. Um, you know, there's a prayer to guardian angels. Um, you know, I certainly learned, and you did that after lunch when you came back from lunch in you know, Catholic school. So it was supposed to be that person, that, that angel was assigned to you and would protect you no matter what. A lot of times when kids drive, uh, parents will give them like a guardian angel a little placard or don't drive faster than your guardian angel can fly. That's like a popular one. So it's, it's you know, it's not, it's not romanticized badly. Let's put it that way. It's always in a positive way. You know, you don't hear, I mean, there's the expression fallen angel, but literally is, you know, referring to Lucifer because he was a bad egg. And um, supposedly, he you know, loved God so much. And I guess he got jealous or whatever. He had issues and they had to get rid of him. So he started his own realm and it was not a good one. So while he went down south, everybody else was busy, like, you know, up north. Um, other than that, though, it's usually a positive thing. You always have uh, a good vibe from an angel. And whether you go with, at that spiritually or religiously, you know, it's your choice. But it's definitely um, out there and something that you would um, perceive, you know, as a, a standard uh thing in, in folklore mythology or just lore in general if you like what you heard today then check out a collection podcast.com or listen to us on your preferred platform i'm terry tenaglia thanks for listening